Welcome to The Unmistakable Marketer. Every week, we interview business leaders, marketers, and authors from around the world. Together, we try to unpack how we create marketing messages that attract attention and separate us from the competition. Our goal is to help you make your marketing unmistakable. In addition to this podcast, listeners get actionable advice on the latest insights in digital marketing from our free email newsletter, which can be found at tomorrow-people.com. That's tomorrow-people.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Unmistakable Marketer. My name is Nathan Annie Barber. Uh, my guest this week is Andrew Bradenkamp. Andrew is the founder and, and CEO of Aqualinks. The business helps some of the largest companies in the world create amazing content on brand, on target, and at scale. Hello, Andrew. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi, Nathan. Nice to meet you. Great stuff. Um, so, Andrew, can you tell our audience who may not be familiar with with the company a little bit more about sort of who who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, so, uh, Acrolinks is a, a um, is a, a technology company. We have a, a, a word artificial tech, artificial intelligence technology, which um, provides uh, linguistic analytics on content. Uh, we've been around around 15 years and um, have over the last couple of years started uh, getting more involved in marketing content as, as, as the automation uh, has, uh, has increased in that area. Um, and we, what we basically do is provide uh, linguistic insights on content um, around supporting uh, the brand, um, uh, the notions of uh, target audience personas that people are trying to uh, trying to address and help those um, uh, help organizations um, operationalize those kind of uh, standards guidelines that they're trying to promote around projecting the brand personality um, and speaking to engaging their their target audience effectively right across the uh, the customer experience. So uh, when we talk about doing that at scale, we mean typically that um, you know we're pulling in we're providing a platform where all of the different content creation teams within an organization can get guidance in the form of um, direct feedback on whether they're aligned with the guidelines that have been set or not. Um, and secondly, governance as an organization to give you transparency into where you are with your content, uh, what assets do you have out there, and, and um, uh, whether they're uh, up to date and, and uh, whether, whether they're aligned with you know, what you're trying to get done. So we provide that for some of the for some of the biggest uh, and um, uh, best-known brands in the world, uh, in um, mainly in B two B, but not exclusively, but in uh, in high tech, software, semiconductors, medical devices, um, but also increasingly in financial services and um, uh, a whole range of other industries where um, customer engagement, customer experience, and a, and a coherent customer journey are um, are critical to being successful. Great. Could you share an example or, or a use case from a, com- a customer that had a problem with, I guess, a customer experience or the customer journey um, and that, how you actually help them? Yeah, I mean, typically we work with very large, very fast-moving companies. And so uh, um, I, I, uh, without naming too many names, I can think of, you know, the, the, uh, there's a, 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 many of our customers, one in particular I was visiting in New York a couple of weeks ago, was um, uh, trying to pull together a, um, 
uh, they'd, they'd worked with us for a, a long while, but they were trying to pull in their, their agencies into their, um, uh, into their, their ecosystem more tightly and, and engage with them. And uh, they discovered uh, in this process of taking stock of the situation that across their, just across their marketing organization alone, they had uh, a hundred, over a hundred um, different agencies who were uh, contributing towards their content. And um, you can imagine how difficult in that kind of environment, how difficult it is to, uh, um, as we say, speak with one voice as a company. You're, you're, trying to, um, uh, you're trying to move fast, you're trying to be very clear and consistent in the, the, the image that you project to your market. Uh, at the same time, you have, you have thousands of participants in this process and maybe, you know, maybe up to a hundred of them are outside the, the, the company. Um, and that, that's the kind of challenge that I think where, where the scale becomes simply impossible without, um, uh, with, without a platform uh, um, to pull that together, to provide the glue to that process uh, where everyone can see um, uh, where they are. I see. Okay. Now, is that a common challenge that a number of your, your clients have? I, I guess both working across B2B and B2C brands, you know, what would you say are the common issues or challenges that your, your clients come to you with? I think increasingly um, there are probably uh, there are there are a number of challenges. I think probably two biggest ones I would pick out. The first one would be this: um, the need to be uh, uh, to to really engage your your target audience. Everyone is uh, suffering from uh, um, uh, the challenge of how, how do they get their audience's attention and keep their attention. Yeah, um, it's a very uh, everyone is bombarded with information with with, with uh, demands for attention constantly and standing out is, is is a real is a real challenge it's got harder and is continuing to get harder uh, through time so that making sure that if you have a story that you, that allows you to stand out mm. then then that you really make the most of that and and uh, that that not only do you you know do you grab the attention but you you follow through with that so that's probably the first thing I think the second thing is really one of of um, uh, as people are, uh, as marketing analytics has emerged as a as a as best practice, and everyone's measuring what the customer is doing, what the market is doing, um, people are realizing that uh, the 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 customer journey is much more complex than they thought, and um, that the content consumed on that journey is much more varied and and uh, perhaps not quite the things that marketing always thought that people were consuming, um, and so. As, as a as a marketer trying to be successful, trying to think about what my audience wants, I probably want to start thinking about all of that content and how I can help nurture that and bring that to the point where it's also working for me. So, what one of the things that's come out in a lot of um, uh, a lot of these analyses have shown recently that that um, the the customer or the the prospect typically consumes a lot of what's traditionally been seen as after-sales content before they buy. Mm. And so the question is, how do you, all of a sudden then marketing is saying, well, we need to own that. We need to make sure that the brand and, the, and our tone of voice and, our, uh, our, and, and all of our differentiation is also in that content. Mm. 
Sure. And um, of course, there you come across silos where the content, you know, they don't own that content, but suddenly they want that content to work for them. And sure. those kinds of challenges where, we're, where you know, you're trying to break down the silos, you're trying to collaborate with your colleagues in other parts of the organization mm. who are putting content in front of the customer. Um, that's a that's a real you know where your org chart is 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 kind of uh, working against you. The customer doesn't see that right. All they see is what they what they get in front yeah. of them, and to be you know to be confronted with different content, uh, different stories, different branding, different tone of voice is very confusing and very off-putting for a customer. So that's a real challenge that I think lots of people are are, are trying to work on now. Great. Well, talk to me about the um, the challenge that you mentioned earlier in terms of attention grabbing, because it it seems as though more and more businesses are struggling to, um, you know, to to get themselves heard. You know, there's a lot of content in the marketplace. It seems as though everyone is doing content marketing these days. Everyone wants to be seen as a as a thought leader. Um, so, and I guess you know from where from where we're standing. If everyone wants to be seen as a thought leader, then pretty much no one is. So how, how in your experience, have the brands that you've been working with been trying to differentiate themselves from the competition or at least, um, you know, get their voices heard um, or at least sort of, you know, try to attract that, that attention at the top of the funnel? Yeah, I think, uh, I, firstly, I would I'd start by saying, you know, this, the, 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 there is no silver bullet to this. There's no, there's, unfortunately, and everyone's looking for a quick answer. The people that have done this well um, have worked really hard and done a really good job at it. It's not, but it's not magic. It's not like something you can just, there's a magic trick that you can learn from somewhere and, and then you're done. So it, it's, it's, um, it's something that you have to really mean it. I think people often think that they can fake a little bit of it at the, at the, at the top of the funnel or you know, early on in the process, build some awareness quickly with something, and then they'll be okay. And of course, if you fake it, you get, you get found out very quickly. In fact, it's even worse to fake it because then you have this dissonance, this, this, um, uh, you know, this um, disconnect between what happens afterwards. So I think um, the first thing I would say is if you're going to do it, then do it properly and mean it. Um, uh, and I think um, there have been lots of cases of this working well. I think companies that have that have kind of repositioned themselves or reinvented themselves. Uh, perhaps the biggest example is is what's happening at Microsoft right now, um, or, or what's happened at Microsoft over the last five years or so. If you could, if you think back to where where the company was with uh, you know with uh, with Windows NT and Vista and and those kinds of very uh, traditional desktop-based products as they moved. They had obviously a bit of a false start with with mobile, but as they've moved into uh, into a much more cloud-based, touch-based, mobile-based uh, um, uh, platform and approach uh, in what they do, um, they've done so many things right, and they've led with that with uh, a, a, you know a kind of humanization of their brand, uh, some, taking on a much more conversational tone in the way they talk to their customers. Um, and the way the product appears, the way everything appears, they have radically uh, reinvented themselves. And I think, um, but but this this has been done across. It's not just shiny marketing. It's gone through the product. It's gone into their support experience, and and it's um, it's actually changed the culture of the organization completely. So I think that's an example of 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 a, of a huge organization really taking this seriously and deciding that they're going to do it. 
we've seen other companies that have decided to do it in one place of the organization and and singularly failed to kind of make that happen across the uh, 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 across the company and um, it just uh, the whole thing will then just um, you know run into sand and and, and, and be useless so um, I, th I think if you're going to do this do it properly and um, uh, and do it right across the board so some so the the conversation isn't held within marketing. You're saying that the whole of the organization needs to be brought into this whole idea of sort of differentiation and, and, and repositioning all the way from, you know, from the top all the way through to, uh, you know, customer service and other, other departments in the, in the organization. How, you know, what, what advice would you give to marketers then to sort of get the buy-in of the, of the leadership team to, to ensure <laughs> that everyone is, is singing from the same hymn sheet? That's a great question. I think you know. I, mean, I think there's lots of different approaches to this, but I think typically where there is visibility now, where, where there is uh, interest now, is at, at a very high level in the organisation, is a concepts of the customer journey and the customer experience. I mm -hmm. think those two concepts, and they overlap a lot. Um, you know, and, and different people are using them in different, slightly different ways. But I think what they bring is the notion of. Um, looking beyond one particular interaction mm. and looking at a set of interactions with a customer. And those things, that, that I think is something incredibly valuable where you can say to, you can say to the whole organization, to senior management, but also to your colleagues, look guys, we need to get together and make sure that we can do a good job from the customer's perspective. Um, put ourselves in the customer's shoes, and I think that's a really good trend in the industry in general that people are typically putting themselves in the customer's shoes. They're measuring carefully and, and monitoring carefully what the customer does and thinking about themselves from the customer's perspective um, and, and looking at it from that point of view and saying to the whole organization, look, we need to fix this together because it's no good me just doing a great job. Mm. It, the company is going to only be successful if... Um, we join, we join these, this thinking up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that's the, that, that's the way to do it, to really, uh, driven by the facts, driven by data that you can see, uh, you know, collect your analytics carefully to see what, what your customers are doing, what your market is doing, mm. and then take that back to the organization, say, look, guys, we need, to, um, we need to work together on this to fix it. Well, turning the spotlight slightly back on on you, Andrew, at the moment, I've I've looked at some of your your content on on the website, and it's uh, it's you know really high quality, really good quality um, stuff that you're you're producing. Talk to me a little bit about what the marketing function is doing at Aquilinks at the moment. So um, we are we we, we have um, uh, we have a number of different challenges. So I think from our point of view. Um, you know the the, um, the real focus is not on you know the product or the you know what 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 are we uh, how does the product work I think um, we've been um, we we are uh, in, to some extent um, creating a new product category um, there is we we call ourselves content optimization but we are to some extent, uh, broadening and, and, and slightly reinventing that category of, of content optimization. So our, f our function, uh, the function of our marketing team, or the challenge of our marketing team is really to, uh, not to 
explain to people what the problem is we're working uh, uh, we, we're, we're trying to help them with uh, because I think everyone understands that problem very clearly there's too much content and it's too chaotic and they don't have any governance over it but really to um, to help them understand how the technology how that there is even a technology that can help them with this process mm. um, artificial intelligence uh, technologies are generally um, kind of, uh, they, they've been used a lot in the field of analytics, so in the field of post-publication, um, in the, you know, in understanding sentiment and understanding, you know, looking at trending topics in content. Uh, there's lots been done on, on analytics after publication or looking at the way the market behaves in general, mm. um, but very little uh, in the area where we work, which is around content creation and the, the, have the production process. And um, and so the challenge in marketing has been, how can we first, you know, how can we uh, um, help people understand how we're not threat to the way things are done now. We're uh, we're kind of um, reducing friction in that whole process. Everyone in marketing now is being asked to do more, do it faster, uh, do it in more channels, uh, do it in more media, and um, that is something where. Uh, um, we we our, our story um, is is not um, you, you know many of them are challenged our, our market they're challenged with what do I do next what's the most important thing for me to do and it's easy to get focused on uh, on some uh, you know how do I get stuff out to a new channel or how do I get stuff out to um, uh, how do I get stuff out faster and forget the fact the forget the actual content forget what it is that that the customer actually sees, which is your story, mm. which is encapsulated in the in the uh, in the content that you create, and and so we constantly find ourselves, you know, pulling people back to, hey guys, what's really important, uh, which is you know the content, the actual content, mm. rather than some piece of machinery, and um, so I think that's our, our our focus is not on what we do, it's on the problem that we solve. And, and and the fact that there is technology that can solve it, uh, and then we go from there. You've you, you've mentioned this idea of communicating a brand story a, a number of times, and I I, I wholeheartedly sort of uh, agree with that. Um, but I guess the challenges for for many marketers is is that they are they're trying to achieve you know quarterly targets that have been set um, by the leadership yeah. team. Now, yeah. communicating your story doesn't necessarily sort of uh, sort of fit quite nicely into sort of quarterly um, uh, uh, you know cycles where you need to sort of generate a certain number of yeah. opportunities for your sales team. It's it's really more about sort of audience development uh, and you know and and developing sort of a long term relationship. So, talk to me about sort of the you know the challenge that that marketers have in trying to meet short term objectives, but but at the same time trying trying to communicate the story to an audience that isn't necessarily ready to buy or engage in yeah. it, in your content. Right? I I I hear this a lot, and I hear I, you know I hear a lot of people talking about yeah, of course uh, you know. Content marketing is a is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And and, and uh, you know I know Joe and, and, and Joe Polizzi and, and and people talk about this a lot. And there's a lot of truth in that, um, in the sense that you can't just switch on one piece of content marketing and then hope you know and then directly show revenue uh, uh, driving from it. But there's a huge but here, which is I I think that people often take that to mean 
nevertheless, that I'm going to just do uh, a, a superficial piece of content marketing, and it's going to pay off eventually. <laughs> right. And, and they kind of use it. They use that slogan. It's 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 uh, it's not a uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. They use that as an excuse for saying we're not going to give you metrics, or we're not going to allow ourselves to be measured on on business results. And I think that's a mistake. Mm. If you look at the kind of thing that, uh, for example, Volvo, uh, the Volvo trucks uh, did this fantastic video which went viral on um, with Jean Claude Van Damme doing the splits between two trucks that were driving along. Um, along a long straight road, they panned out from him. I don't know. You can look up, look it up on YouTube. It's a Epic hugely split. successful mm. piece of awareness building. But what they did, which is critical, is they that was actually part of a plan. Now a lot of people know that there's this Volvo video, and uh, oh yeah, remember that, and they cite that as a great piece of content marketing. It isn't. On its own, it is not a great piece of content marketing. Mm. What was great around that project or that program? was that they followed that up with um, detailed uh, description, another video which actually showed people, after they were interested, which showed people how their new suspension capability that they had built, which was the differentiator they were telling with right. the Jean-Claude Van Damme story, but it went into more detail so that people were, who were actually interested in the trucks and right. why was this special could find out on video what was so cool about the suspension system, and then they're in the then they're in the process. Now, if you have a concept of a customer journey, you deliver people content that pulls them through that journey or guides them through that journey. You will be successful, and you will drive revenue, guaranteed. And in fact, the you know the Volvo example, they were it was a hugely successful campaign in terms of actual business that it mm. generated. Mm. It's not just clicks on YouTube. Right. And I think that's the key to the approach. Don't use content. Don't use that sprint marathon thing as a cop out and say, "Okay, in that case, we're not going to measure it." Get yourself a concept that does that that drives the business, and um, you know, and and uh, you know, I, I'm completely convinced that this is the way that people will be successful. Um, but um, it, it it still has to earn its keep, like everything else. Sure, sure, and and that's a really interesting point because I think a, a lot of marketers at the moment are trying to. Um, you know, appeal to their audience by creating this kind of, um, you know, standout piece of content to attract a lot of attention at the top of the funnel, but they don't have anything behind it to sort of, to, yeah. to back that up. So I, yeah. I think it's a really interesting point that you're making there. Um, uh, so if, if, if you can, you know, can, can you share a process or any ideas um, that you could share with any marketers that are listening to this so that they can come up with sort of innovative ideas or ways of positioning themselves around a go-to-market strategy? Is, is there a framework or methodology that you use at all or, or an approach that you can potentially share? Um, uh, we, I mean, I do, we do have a lot of experience with uh, accompanying, uh, um, accompanying very large uh, successful companies in this kind of process. I, I don't, I don't claim to have uh, that these are my approaches or uh, um, uh, or my insights, but we've certainly seen a lot um, and and learned a lot from those kind of interactions. And I think um, I, I think what's what typically makes the successful organisations uh, work well is to uh, be very clear on their goals. Um, and and others have talked about this, but you know, documenting your goals uh, is is a 
key is a, a, a key differentiator in those successful organizations and the non-successful ones. So those that say we need to make a viral video, um, let's go. Uh, th those those organizations won't be successful. Mm. The ones who say you know we need to engage our audience around this particular story. How can we do that? What's the plan? Put the plan together, and 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 you know, obviously, large-scale awareness will be part of driving uh, driving that process, but it's part of the process. Uh, joined up thinking, um, and 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 collaboration on that, I think are are cr are critical to to success. Um, so I think, uh, and I, I think the other thing is putting is is really making sure that you can you can measure what you're doing. Um, there's a there's a Scott Brinker and others have talked about you know the process approach approaches uh, agile kind of based approaches to marketing and I think those kind of approaches are really really useful in making sure that you can measure what you do working out how you will measure what you do before you start doing it so don't just you know run off and uh, uh, and start doing something and then hope that it that it works but work out how are we going to measure this what do we expect to be how do we expect to, to measure the success of it, um, I think those three things—you know, measuring success, working outside the box a little bit, and and uh, and, and the joined-up thinking and putting the customer in the middle would be uh, would be key. They're not necessarily innovative, uh, mm. but um, I, I think uh, it, it's unusual. It, it's it's surprising how rarely all of those three things are put sure. together in. In, uh, in campaigns that people are running. Sure. Well, Andrew, thank you very much for your time. I, I think a lot of our audience have gotten a lot of value from sort of what you've shared. If people want to find out more about you or the company, where can they go? Uh, Acrolinks.com would be an obvious place to start. <laughs> uh, we have a bunch of, um, of, uh, of great content on there, eBooks and, and, and uh, uh, case studies and stories. Um, or... Uh, um, you know, you can just uh, they can they can reach out to me. I, they can find me on Twitter or uh, LinkedIn or um, uh, wherever, and uh, feel free to reach out. And um, uh, um, I can I can share some more stories. I can obviously share many more stories privately than I can uh, I can publicly. Uh, but I'm I'm happy to talk about uh, um, the kinds of things that I think uh, uh, make make companies stand out. Great stuff. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. I do appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thanks a lot. Nice to talk to you. Great. And um, if, if you found value in the podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. It really helps to get the podcast out to more people um, who could find value in it. So very much. Uh, thank you very much for your time for listening and uh, stay tuned for next week's show where we'll be speaking to another marketing decision maker. Take care. Bye bye.